Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Watford FC Buzz podcast, the show where we talk about the greatest team in the land, Watford Football Club. My name is Matt Messiano and this week is a special episode because with no fixture for Watford this Saturday, today's show is all about Watford's transfer business up to the close of the international window. And joining me to discuss this today, it's Watford Analytics, Jordan Weimer. Jordan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Watford Buzz. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Well, let's get into it then. The international transfer window has closed and Watford, they had a pretty busy window, not so much on the final day, but over the course of the window, several players came and went, but overall how do you rate Watford's transfer window? Uh, I'd say on the most part I think it was pretty positive obviously we had a lot of outgoings that was kind of disappointing to see but we all kind of expected that some of these had to go Um, the international windows closed having that domestic window still open we can't really judge things as a whole too much yet Um, I think we're always be doing a lot of this business uh, in the actual domestic window as it came towards the end Things were going right up to the uh, right up to the last second in in terms of outgoing. So it was always going to be str- a struggle to plan um, to get all the business done before the end of this one. So I think for now things are okay, but it could change and how we feel about it a lot depending on what happens in the next week or so. So let's talk about some of those big losses then. And um, I've kind of put these into three categories. We've got the the sadly inevitable losses in the likes of Delafeu, Decore, Pereira. Uh, and, and Welbeck as well, and then I've got some other. I've got another category that I've called the uh, the feels like lost opportunities losses in in terms of the likes of Suarez and Estupinan, and then I've got another category where perhaps we're not as big a miss the likes of Jordan Sinclair and Dimitri Falkir, who uh, I think probably a lot of us have forgot actually left in this window, but uh, there are some other players that, that have gone, have gone as well, but. Let's talk about that first category, the, the sadly inevitable ones. I mean, it was always going to be a bit of a dream to uh, to keep the likes of Delafeu and, and, and Decore still at the club for the championship. It, it, it feels like we we kind of expected this to happen, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, the likes of Decore, he has to go. Um, his value is never going to be higher than it is now. Uh, his age... The price Everton were willing to pay is kind of a no-brainer in that sense. As good as he was, he was just someone that from the off you knew he was probably the first one, first one to go. Pere, obviously, as well. 
his time's just kind of naturally come to an end. I think no matter what happened last season, we would have seen him move on. So it's just a natural passing of ways at this point. Delefeu is a little bit disappointing. I guess some of us had kind of really hoped that maybe if he couldn't get a move because of his fitness, he might come back around November, December time, play his way back into the team, try and help us get back up. But, I mean, it's always kind of a dream. Them, them guys in the bigger wages, if we can move them on, we kind of had to in this scenario. So, yeah, I think we just have to get on with that one. And uh, we all kind of expected it, so it's not too, too painful. Yeah. And, and then some, some of the other guys that left that I felt like were uh, lost opportunities for Watford in, in the likes of Luis Suarez, who did, you did a great piece on, by the way, and, and Steve Penan as well. Two players who you never actually played for Watford in a competitive fixture, but when we saw them playing for their representative clubs on loan and also they had they had a, a little go uh, in a friendly as well, didn't they? But they they looked like they could have been really big players for us. But it, it's 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 sad that we we we've never really got to see them see them play in a Watford shirt. Yeah, it is. It's, it's extremely disappointing. Um, but I mean, I don't think that we ever went into this window resigned to losing either of or both of them. Um, I think the problem is we've had is that domestic and international window being separate for different ending points. I think we kind of it's hamstrung us a little bit because ultimately we're left in the situation where those two, as an example, they're they're our biggest assets. They're the most prized players that other clubs will want. Whereas the ones we actually want to get rid of, that we have to get rid of in order to retain them, are the Troy Deanies, Andre Gray. I mean, we got rid of Danny Welbeck in the end. He got a contract off. But as long as those players are still at the club, we never really had that chance uh, to retain them fully. So. Maybe if the domestic and the international windows had, had aligned a little better, we might have had the chance of uh, pushing it to the final moment and seeing if we could get Troy Dini's contract off the books or or whoever, and maybe even Edging Kapu, and it might give us that flexibility. But it came down to the point where we couldn't take the gamble of having them all on our books in the end, so they were just the ones to go. Yeah. So Luis Suarez has gone to Granada for, for €10 million, Euros, which which seems like a maybe a little bit on the cheap side considering how how hyped up he's been. Uh, and, and Purvis Estupinan went for 15 million euros to Villarreal. Uh, what, what do you think of those transfer fees? I think on Suarez, it all depends on the, the details of the deal. Um, if there are appearance-based uh, fees or sell-on clauses, then it could be a completely different picture. I mean, he's someone that has a lot of a lot of raw traits. I think it would have done him quite well, actually, to play another year in the second tier in England and, and see where he went from there. But... I mean, it's a good move for him overall, I'd say. Um, so at 10 million, if it was 10 million flat, then definitely it would be undervalued. But I think, depending on what else there is, it could it could be okay. Um, as for Estepanian, if the reports are true that he had one year on his contract, then it, it's a no-brainer. We're not going to let him walk on a free, uh, sign a free contract in six months. So 15 million, I think, is uh, pretty good for a player in the last, last year of his deal. I think it's probably... Worth noting as well that Vladimirovich was pretty vocal in his his uh, opinion of players who uh, didn't want to play for the club. So I, I, I feel as though perhaps Suarez and Estupinam wanted the move, and uh, and and perhaps Watford, knowing knowing the way that uh, that, that Ivich felt about that, sanctioned them pretty quickly once they they knew the opinions of the players. I mean that's that's just speculation, but um, it felt that way, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a strange one, just for the fact they were both involved in the last preseason game. It was kind of got the feeling then, once they're involved in that, you're like, okay, maybe there's a chance we will mm. be seeing these guys in the opening weeks. But, I mean, whether that was a case of just availability and 
they needed minutes for their preseason too, regardless of where they're playing. So we used them, or whether it was kind of as the window drew on, we thought we're not to get a chance of selling these bigger these bigger owners um, in the international window. Maybe we're just gonna have to resign ourselves now to losing these guys, um, and then they pulled them from the squad. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, either way, we had that little glimmer of hope for a while. And it's a shame. It's a shame that neither worked out, but. Um, Unfortunately, that's the uh, price you pay for getting relegated during a pandemic. Yeah, and of course, um, whilst we do have the uh, parachute payments, it, it doesn't come up to the same level of of money that the club would have got by retaining Premier League status. And there, there is a, a hefty amount of money that needs to be recouped just to break even. Yeah, I mean, it's no it's no small feat at all. We've got a lot of a lot of players on on reasonably big, reasonably big contracts, so. If you can't get them off your books, then you've got to look at other ways of making money, and and they they were our prime assets, and we still got a couple more that we could we could look to cash in on. Um, but I think for us now, it's a case of can we get some of the wages off? Can we then kind of resettle our squad? We still got one or two need to come in, um, and it's a bit of a balancing act really. And with financial fair play, as you say, you've got to be mindful of it, um, and we need some flexibility. We need some room. Uh, in our budget, not just for them players we're bringing in, but a couple of guys, they might need new contracts in the coming years. You know, we've got, we got a lot of work to do still. So hopefully we'll see something positive in the next uh, week or two. Yeah. Contrary to um, the uh, the possible opinions of Suarez and, and Estupan about wanting to play in the championship, two players that probably seemed quite open to it were, were Adalberto Panoranda and Jerome Sinclair, who got quite a bit of game time uh, in uh, in friendlies and then also in the cup games as well, but they've both been shipped out on loan to CSKA Sofia. I mean, it seems like a strange one for me because it felt like the championship might have been their level, but uh, clearly Ivic has decided that, uh, you know, he doesn't want to utilise those guys this season. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, I'd say championship is perhaps a little bit above Sinclair's level at this point. He's, He's not really been able to show consistent enough performances to, to warrant to warrant that just yet um, I mean it, it's negative they're both negative moves um, I don't think we're trying to develop these guys anymore we're just trying to give them the opportunity to play football and hopefully find find a move in the near future I think maybe we had a little bit more hope about Panoranda um, he had a decent display in the cup when he came on as a sub you maybe think he's got a little bit about him especially when we're lacking some of that creativity in uh, in some areas of the pitch so maybe he would have got a chance but clearly if Ivic doesn't fancy them then this is just their opportunity to go out and play um, I don't think this is so much a case of send them out for a year and see how they get on maybe they'll replace next year I think this is probably probably it for both of them So in terms of outs uh, three players moved to Udinese and three players have come in from Udinese in the likes of Stipe Pariccia Francesco Serralta and William Troost Ekong we've also seen Jeremy Ngakia join us James Garner and Glenn Murray both come on loan from both Brighton and Man United. And uh, it felt as though that might be it. And then right at the last second, there was uh, a bit of a, a, a buzz around uh, around Watford. When they were talking about the likes of uh, Mario Balotelli coming in. And uh, it, it got everyone's uh, lips uh, moving and they were, they were really, really excited about it. But I think it might have been one of those uh, potential sort of agents trying to get a move for their player rather than the than interest from Watford. But, uh, I mean, it, it does make you wonder, is it something that could have happened? I mean, 
I personally enjoyed it enough just for the the screenshot of the flight path uh, that he <laughs> might potentially be taking to Luton Airport. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, it, it does seem a little strange, just given just given the the clash, perhaps potential clash in personality between the the manager and the play. You think it would be a bit of a strange one, adding that um, adding that to the dressing room. Ivic clearly doesn't want players who don't want to be here, and I'm not sure how much Balotelli would really want to be here. Maybe he want to live in London and 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 go that route. But I mean, it's it's a possibility, I guess. He's a free agent, I believe, so there's still a chance it could happen. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a strange one. Um, but you kind of expect those sort of random random rumors on, on the transfer deadline day, and yeah, we, it gave us all a little bit of hope, but it just never really materialized into much. We love those rumors, don't we? That's the sort of thing that gets us excited, especially on transfer deadline day. It's the sort of reason why I stay up until eleven o'clock, or you're just waiting to see if something's going to happen. And uh, I think sometimes the papers get involved just because they want to stir up a little bit. But yeah, Mario Balotelli did not join Watford, but. Um, there have been some rumours about players that could potentially join. And because these players are, are all domestic uh, players, uh, players that are playing their football in the Premier League or in the Championship, they uh, they possibly still could join Watford because the domestic window doesn't close for another two weeks. And uh, some of the players that have been touted include the likes of Christian Atsu um, uh, from Newcastle and Baba Rahman from Chelsea. What do we think of those as, as being possible players? Uh, players that could come into Watford I mean yeah if you're talking about left backs Raman offers you something um, that flexibility to play left back left wing back uh, he gives you that option then to go into that more traditional four at the back which we don't really feel comfortable with right now with Senna so yeah I could I could see that um, he's got a few injury problems he's had a few injury problems in the last few years so maybe that's something to keep an eye on but he's a player that's definitely got some some quality and We've seen it in in spells over the, over the years. Um, so yeah, that's not a terrible move. I don't think it's definitely something that could happen, especially on the loans. Pretty low risk for us. Um, Atsu, again, he's he's shown some quality over the years, but he's he's struggled a little bit older too. So you maybe don't have that same uh, same hope that will kick on. But I, I think with the situation we're in, we've got to get some players in, and those those two fit the mold. They might not be perfect, um, especially Atsu. I think there's probably more more questions around him as a player, but we we can't be too expansive with uh, with what we're doing, especially at the moment. We still haven't had a few of these outgoings that we we may need if we were looking to invest um, in these positions. So, yeah, I think we can be relatively positive about it, but it's. Uh, it's not quite the signings that, that some want, I'm sure. No, it's not really exciting in the same way as as as, as Delefeu coming into the club, is it? But but uh, in terms of positions, we 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 know that Ivic has been quite vocal over wanting cover in the left wing back position. But what other positions could we look at strengthening as well? I mean, I'm thinking potentially central midfield following Deli Bashiru's. Uh, injury, which now has been confirmed to be ACL, which means it could be, you know, up to six months or, or more potentially. It feels like, but maybe we need cover in that area. Yeah, I mean, I think with the announcement today from Watford that Etienne Capu will be staying, I think that that might be uh, that might be enough there. Um, that's a pretty big boost for us overall. So I think we can be pretty settled in that position. There's still a possibility one comes in. Uh, but I think just based on the numbers we have there now, we're probably going to be looking to in, to invest some some more of that uh, wage bill into to other areas. Left back definitely. Um, 
that seems like it's going to happen one way or another. Uh, there's been talk of left centre-backs, but I don't think we're necessarily that desperate to go down that route. Maybe if something became available, but I think it's something we can we can roll with and not have to, to worry about too, too much. Um, and then it seems that we're interested in the winger. So whether that's just because we want that flexibility to have them wide men in the current system, or if we're looking to go back to a more con- conventional 4-2-3-1, we just need some versatility. So I think it's about depth in a lot of areas, uh, apart from left-back we could still be looking for a starter or someone that could at least push Semmer uh, a little bit more. Yeah, and, and players still have a question mark over their heads with regards to leaving the club, include the likes of Ishmael Yassar, Troy Deeney and, uh, and Craig Dawson. What do you know about the likelihood of these players staying or, or going? I think Saar's chances were boosted massively staying after the after transfer window closed, the international one, um, purely because Man United were the biggest, uh, biggest suitors and their Champions League squad's been submitted now. It seems unlikely they'll want to to come back for him at this point. Uh, obviously, it's possible. There's still going to be a lot of clubs that will have some interest, I'm sure. But I, I honestly don't think he's, I don't think his value to us is is the same as what clubs will be willing to pay. I don't think clubs will be willing to pay that that much for a player at this point. Um, so that that's good for us. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, in terms of the others, it's finding clubs that are willing to take them on. Um, there's talk of West Ham being interested in Craig Dawson so that's a possibility and I think for the most part everyone here would be pretty happy with that move there's talk of around £4 million which isn't a bad bad price for a 31 year old 30 year old centre back who's not really pushing that first team as much as we kind of hoped um, our back three have looked pretty settled and we've added a Kong so I don't think we're overly desperate to uh, to hang on to him when it comes to Troidini, I think the difficulty is actually placing him somewhere. I'm not sure how much interest there actually is, uh, especially domestically. Um, I know there's talk of Turkey and, and, and others, but in England, it's a big contract to take on for a 32-year-old. So maybe alone at best, I'd say. Uh, but I think we're probably going to be uh, going to be left with Dini and Saar and Dawson to go. Okay, well, it's good news about Saar. People suggested that the reason... Or rather, one of the the reasons why we why we sold some of the the, the big the big players and the likes of Suarez and Estupinan and and allowed players like Pereira and and De, Fe- De La Feu to, to to move out to Udinese was so that we could keep Saar. You know, maybe uh, maybe there's some truth to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from you look at it a lot of different ways, and you're going to see there's there's plenty of reasons to keep to keep Saar in the squad. He's going to offer a lot to the first team. He's still young. His value is going to going to rise. So. Even if it meant receiving the fee next summer for him, there's a chance he could be worth more, and that's a that's a big boost of financial fair play next season. Say we didn't get promoted, add that to the parachute payments, and we might be able to regenerate another year of Premier League money. So, I think there's a lot of a lot of positives to keeping him both on the field and just financially too off the field. It's it's maybe a smart move, um, and yeah, I think we can be pretty positive about that, and hopefully we can just hang on for these last couple of weeks, and he can help us out this season. Excellent stuff. Well, that's it for this special Watford Transfer Window episode. Jordan, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Matt. No problem. That's Jordan Weimer, Watford Analytics, at Jordan Weimer on Twitter. And I recommend following him because he's always been blowing my mind with the in-depth analysis he does on Watford's matches. So make sure you give him a follow. And whilst you're following Jordan, please give us a follow too at Watford Pod and tell all your mates to listen too and help us create a buzz about the Watford Buzz podcast. 
In the meantime, with no Watford stream to watch this weekend, let me suggest that you tune in to watch a non-league stream instead, like Borenwood, Hemel Hempstead or St Albans for example, because these teams desperately need supporting through this crisis, and if you buy a virtual ticket to watch the game, it could mean all the difference for them staying alive and afloat as a club, so that one day Watford can play them in a friendly or a cup game. Well, that's the hope anyway. So, that's all for me. Bye for now.